to Know podcast explores best practices, innovation, and latest trends with industry experts with an eye toward helping you, the listener, stay ahead of the ever-changing marketing and communications landscape. Good morning. This is Aaron Strout, CMO of W2O, host of the What to Know podcast. I am sitting here in a, a very cool spot. Um, it is city city center. Is that what city center? City, city center, center in Oakland. And um, I am going to be talking today to Adam Rosenberg. Adam is the PR and digital content lead at Kingsford Charcoal. Um, I'm particularly thrilled about this one because I am a huge uh, barbecue and particularly smoker enthusiast. And uh, so we figured that it would be apropos to do this outside versus being trapped inside. The only thing is missing the barbecue, it's right? It's perfect. Adam? It's perfect. Uh, I mean, we could we could put a kettle right here, we, right here. We, we may now. do that after we're done. What? Um, I'm sorry. I know you're about to interview. What's uh, what's your Kingsford? Uh, what's your product of choice? Do you are you a blue bag guy? Have you used the professional? Have I'm you, a blue bag guy. I okay. buy it at my local Lenardi's, and I mentioned to you in the prep that I use it religiously yeah. to uh, smoke meat. Oh, so it, it is the best. Yes. Um, let's get started. I like to usually talk about our guests, you know, and their background. And so uh, you have kind of a fascinating background. Um, the agency part, not as much of a surprise, but one. You are a Syracuse grad, so yeah. our Orange. CEO and president are alum. It's, it's so funny because for a while, <laughs> people have been trying to link me to come. Like, you got to go talk to the like W2O group guys because it's a bunch of Syracuse folks over there. And um, I had a friend who worked in the New York office who had sent, uh, did an email introduction once. But, yeah, go Orange. <laughs> go Orange. So uh, <laughs> if you ever decide to leave uh, Kingsford, don't. But if you do, come and talk to us first. Um, the, the piece that I really loved is you've spent time as a community and new media manager. New media was sort of code back in the day for, like, digital meets social. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to talk about that a little bit. And then the thing that really was fascinating to me personally was uh, you're a guitarist in this band called Bonjour. Uh, Bonjour Ganesh. Ganesh. Okay. I yeah, make sure in I my former life. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about because I am a big believer. I waited tables and bartended like before I Speaking went into my the business world. So talk a little bit about how those skill sets have maybe applied to your current day skill sets at uh, Kingsford. It, it's It's interesting you say that because I always say that. The two things that have ever taught me um, how to, you know, do PR, how to do content, how to do marketing are having weighted tables and having played guitar in a band. Um, it's essentially it's this being able to multitask, being able to, um, you know, you have if you're in a band, you're trying to build rapport with an audience right off the bat on the first chord. Um, you're trying to manage personalities within a band. We had a 10-person band, so. Uh, it's really, you know, it's one of those things you, you got to constantly be creative. You can't be stale because people don't want to hear the same songs all the time. Uh, people don't even want to hear the same notes all the time. And uh, being in a band, you know, constantly kept, kept me very creative. Uh, you know, it, just as a, you know, as a small band in D.C., we were trying to get people to know who we were. And we just sort of threw our own creative marketing campaigns against the wall. So things that I couldn't do um, for the companies I was working for just because of budget reasons um, I or just because it didn't make sense to do an evite for something for um, at the time for Center for Democracy and Technology, I could put that together for Bonjour Ganesh. I could um, experiment on Facebook ads. I could experiment on Twitter ads and just do these kind of things. And it was sort of it molded as my own little marketing lab for me to do uh, a lot of the things I wanted to do and one of those passion points that I have that is really um, 
you know, why I'm involved, why I work for Kingsford and why I'm involved in grilling is um, the advocacy component to all of this. And it's with, you have your fans when you're a musician and you want to constantly keep them engaged and keep them connected. And um, grilling has, the grilling enthusiast world is very similar. And it's uh, something that I enjoy that I've learned from one world and been able to apply to the other. So that's a good segue because I do want to talk a little bit about this. Um, after, you know, those roles, spending some time in the agency world, uh, you came over to Clorox and you actually worked on the cleaning side. And yeah. clearly cleaning is the bread and butter. Um, I, one would argue Kingsford is sort of the sexy, you know, um, the sexy child. But <laughs> how did you make that transition and what has that been like? Because I think you touched on it. Cleaning, certainly it's not, everyone needs cleaning products, whereas charcoal, you may or may not need it, but there's certainly that advocacy and that strong, like, sort of totally. connection to uh, fire and primordial, you know, primordial days. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are the Danny Tanners of the world that are, uh, that, that cleaning is what drives them. It's what makes them thrive. Um, you know, that's actually something that Clorox, the, the cleaning side, works on. Um, and I, look, any brand that I've ever worked on, I... I believe you just got to love and you got to get really involved in. In my past, I've worked on gaming and I would get involved in that and cleaning. I, you know, I'm probably one of, you know, very few 37 year old males who knows a lot about bleach and all the different uses because I use it and I now know how it works. Um, but moving uh, from the cleaning side to the Kingsford side, I mean, it's you really you described it really well because when you're cleaning, if you're not coming in the store, if you're not someone who's even interested in cleaning, you're not even our target. But with grilling, it's a much more different, easy of a lifestyle, uh, ease to compare to a lifestyle. It's a it's a bigger lifestyle brand because it's like you said, it's it's being outside. We're we actually look at our things more as a as a seasonal year versus a constant year round thing. Um, it's the you know as when the sun starts coming out, um, which you know, on the east coast the weather hasn't been that great this year, but we're hoping it extends to a really long fall. That's when people are grilling, um, and it's. It's just a lot of fun because the, uh, you know, I did a really good project recently where I got to uh, film some of our employees at a plant in Bell talking about, you know, why they like working for Kingsford and what it means to them. And the passion with which people that grill are just so passionate about it because to them it really is, it's forging connections over fire and bringing their friends over to be part of it. And it's this moment that you can have like you can have it father son you can have it mother daughter you can have it father daughter you can have it it's a very family connection that can happen and, well, and very ceremonial too yeah. i would say right that's oh, part of it is things are born out of fire that's right it's just it's great um it is you know it fire's great and like the the other parallel is like you know things can fire anything can be born from you know i guess bleach can really can kill anything <laughs> you can disinfect anything it's uh good for norovirus all that stuff but um, yeah, I, working on Kingsford, it's, I've been really blessed at Clorox that we are structured in a way where we have so many different brands under our umbrella. I mean, I mean, people don't, might not even realize, you know, we own Burt's Bees. Um, we had just acquired a, a vitamin brand, um, uh, Nutrinext. We, uh, we also have Hidden Valley Ranch. A lot of these different fun brands, we have things that are on the food and specialty side, as we call it, and things that are on the cleaning side, which is our bread and butter. And it's just kind of neat being at a company where uh, similar to the agency world i i kind of wanted to make a move after a year and a half and move to uh move to kingsford and i was able to do that and it's very similar to if you were in an agency and kind of wanting to move accounts so 
Well, it's cool, and I'm a little bit jealous, I have to admit, and particularly after this next point, which is um, it took us a few weeks to be able to get together once we get introduced, mm -hmm. and part of that was you were launching this very cool campaign with MLB. Oh, that was so great. And the thing that I really liked, and I have a personal reason for it, but you got some, uh, for opening day, you got some very cool baseball personalities, Johnny Bench, Vince Scully, uh, Noah Syndergaard of the Mets, and then Big Poppy, David Ortiz. Uh, I'm a Red Sox fan, so uh, that was pretty exciting. Um, you know, one, how did you make this happen? And two, like, what was that like to get these guys lobbying to make opening day a national holiday? So uh, it actually starts a couple years ago. Johnny Bench uh, was working with uh, Kingsford to, uh, we, we started a change.org petition that got attention around taking back opening day uh, because opening day, you know, starts sometimes it starts March 28th some of the teams are playing games in Japan some of the teams are playing they're all over, all over the place there hasn't in 50 years been all the teams playing on the same day so we had that campaign a couple years ago and coincidentally major league we like to think that major league baseball hurt us but coincidentally major league baseball had been working on uh trying to get the schedule all in line and they they did and we actually uh we're a, a partner with major league baseball for the next few years um, so through that, we were able to get access to some pretty good talent. And what we've actually learned when we were working with folks was that all of these players like are, are grillers. Noah's a, a big griller. Um, and we were able to kind of put together this, uh, this anthem video that combined, you know, all the things that are great about baseball, you know, being outside, like the smell of a hot dog, the smell of that food, that, like the tailgate that goes right before that game and you know grilling which also brings everyone together and it's such a great sport because it 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 comes right along as i mentioned before we have like a seasonal year and it, it, it layers really nicely over baseball happens during the warm weather times and grilling happens generally uh for lack of better time during the warm weather times we'd have some colder bears out there but uh generally you know they work well together so this was sort of a really good partnership to uh, to launch our, our video uh to launch a, a really nice pr and content campaign that's still going uh, and drive a lot of attention to a couple other activations that we're doing that are baseball focused for this year. Well, it's very cool. And like I said, I mean, grilling, that's a great focus in and of itself. And then to be able to add MLB to it is uh, also cool. So congratulations for making that happen. And it's funny because I hadn't realized that all 15 games actually kicked off on oh, yeah. the same day this they year. They had a couple rainouts, but... Um, well, the we, intention was there, right? The you intention was there. You and can't stop and Mother Nature. Great. I mean, because... That doesn't happen. It's it's. I remember like opening day for me. I mean, you know, as a, you're a Red Sox fan, I'm a Phillies fan. It's very very northeastern sports. Very, people are very very passionate. And I remember opening day for me. It's you know I always think about I always think about the people will come Ray speech from from Field of Dreams. And I think about it every single year. And you know it's nicer this year to be able to do it where everyone was zero and zero versus oh yeah by the way like the Mariners already won three games in Japan for that series two days ago and they're three and oh and it, it's everybody's in first place it was great um I you know I got to go down to Texas to uh to Arlington to the Rangers stadium uh which is incredible uh and go to opening day there and it was it was just a blast so I mean I love baseball and I was really happy to see this partnership come to life yeah well that's cool um so getting back to the grilling and, uh, you know, I, I teed up a question for you and saying if I'm a betting man, I'm guessing that you probably, if you hadn't before, you do now yeah. enjoy grilling and smoking any particular, you know, are you a brisket guy or ribs? It's and hard to name one. I thought about this question. I, uh, I am, yeah, I am a grilling guy actually when, um, 
when I, I moved to my most recent apartment, I bought a grill before I actually had a couch. Uh, because I've Good just choice, always, by the yeah, way. I've always just loved, you know, I love cooking outside. I mean, I, and, uh, I got to say, you know, it, it, it changes all the time. I mean, like I was on a lamb kick for a little bit. I got to, though, go with like tried and true ribs. Um, I really do like smoking some, some baby back ribs. And it's great because whenever you're doing ribs, you're generally having people over. And I really like that's one of the things I like with grilling is that I like to be able to have people over as part of it. It's, it's just the night will get away from us because we're doing it. And so I would say, uh, while I don't have like a, a specific recipe, it's sort of like a combination. Of, like the rub is sort of a combination of like paprika and pepper and, you know, whatever else I'm sort of grabbing um, and like onions or anything I'm going to rub all over the meat. And then I like to smoke just a couple slabs of ribs um, that, or maybe I'd say a, a nice like pork tenderloin. Any, any particular sides that you do with it? Um, I do greens. I just do because you know, there's so much, there's a lot of protein going on. I try to look very specifically for how am I going to do uh, some vegetables. I love to grill vegetables also on the grill too. So it's sort of, I'll have like some squash, I'll have uh, zucchini and I'll have that grilling on some skewers and I'll, I'll put those together. Um, it's, it's, it's so hard to pick one thing. I, I will say also the other thing that I've been really into making, I've made a couple times in the last few months for sports related reasons has been, uh, Bacon wrapped meatballs mm. with um, that's really not in the greens department. No, it but is I, not. I like but in terms of a grilling it. thing, it's so great because it's a combination of ground beef and, and ground pork. And then inside, I'll put um, like I'll put a little bit of like uh, like triple jack cheese in there, and uh, I'll turn the I'll turn the meatball as the bacon's cooking on it. And it's I mean it's decadent, <laughs> and, but and you, you really can only have one or two. But we had these during the Super Bowl, um, and it was great. I mean, I had them again for I made them again for opening day. I think I for, may know what I'm going to have this weekend. Oh, it's, at some they're point great. <laughs> it, it was I. It was the best of every world was in there. Um, and yeah, usually it'll be, but I'll usually grill some um, some vegetables on there. I'm just a big, you know, squash and zucchini guy. And put those. No, on that's there. that's smart. I mean, we usually uh, end up going with like the potato salad and coleslaw. And yeah, I guess the I, coleslaws. We do the non mayonnaise version. It's we go to the Salt Lake recipe. I grew up. Oh, grew up. I spent six years in Austin. I'm okay. a New England guy. Oh, then you know it. Yeah, yeah, you know it well. Um, this is where I like to shift gears and ask some sort of standard questions that I ask all my sure. guests, get to know a little bit more about them. So the first one, um, what's something about you uh, that people don't know now that I've spilled the beans about being a guitarist? Uh, that usually that's my that's that's my one. Um, it's tough, but people don't know. Uh, I would say, I mean, not everybody knows. I've I've been to more than 50 fish shows. I mean, but that's still tied to the music thing. Oh, I, you know what it is that people don't know? Because um, I have a Star Wars tattoo on my back. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And <laughs> I'm is, noticing a few on your yeah. arm, so that's... Uh, that is that is something that a lot of people don't know because I'm, I'm generally not just walking around shirtless. So otherwise you would see... I get a lot of... Um, if I'm out, if I'm at a, a pool or a beach, I'll get... You know, this I'll get I'll always get like another fellow nerd who will run up to me and say, "Hey, I gotta go, but your tattoo is really, really cool. It's a Rebel Alliance symbol on my back shoulder, and uh, I've had it for more than ten years." That's that is very <laughs> cool. And by the way, a little funny side story. So I went to UMass Amherst oh, a million okay. years ago. Uh, one night I was at this fraternity. This is my I think it was either my freshman or my sophomore year. is from Amherst. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm at this fraternity party over at Amherst College. And this band is playing, and, you know, there were a bunch of people hanging out, maybe like 50 people in the room. Turns out it was Fish, and so this yeah, is back in the late yeah. 80s. Yeah. So I can say that, you know, I saw Fish sort of before they were anything. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, if you were in 
if you grew up in the Northeast, you you stumbled upon them at least once or twice. Yeah. Um, second question: uh, Any business books or you know nonfiction you've read over the last year or two or listened to? I'm realizing a lot of people do audio books now. Yeah, too. I was actually thinking that on the way over here because it's, you know, I I. I consume a lot of podcasts. Um, I mean, I, I, I always listen to like the New York Times Daily and uh, being able to like sit down and actually get to read some books is different. I've been I'm in the middle of reading um, Lincoln in the Bardo, which um, took a little bit to get through in the beginning and isn't nonfiction alludes to some different things. Um, but I haven't really read any like business books or anything lately that I would really point to plenty of the podcasts because that's a good one. You know, we had someone share yesterday that. Um, it was a magazine and a podcast and a book. So oh well, I I would say the podcast I'm really putting on a lot of worlds lately is uh, Culture Kings. It's from the uh, How Stuff Works Network, and it's sort of a pop culture. It's a couple guys. Uh, some are writers for um, Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, it's kind of got a. Uh, it's they're all African American, so it's sort of taken from this like this that social view on pop culture and things that are going on and. Uh, I find it to be both funny and also uh, just enlightening in some of the things that I'm hearing there. Uh, New York Times Daily is just is on there every day. Um, and Never Seen It is a podcast I've been listening to, um, which is basically when you get a couple people together that have not seen a movie and write a scene from a movie that they haven't seen, but they've only heard people talk about. Um, and so the entertainer in me really loves that. Sounds like a cool concept. I'll have it to is. check some of yeah, those out. Yeah. And by the way, apologize for the uh, fire engines in the background, but it yeah. demonstrates that we are it's truly outside. Playing, we also playing nice in Oakland. We too. have a friend here that's got a uh, little scraping tool, and he is cleaning the ground behind us. So speaking of Clorox and cleaning, oh, and yeah. I don't think I've ever seen someone that's been as methodical as this guy well, in scraping, uh, you know, little specks off the ground. <laughs> um, anyway, last question, and this is uh, you know, fun one. It's usually the one that people have the toughest time with, but pretend you're on a deserted island. Uh, you're only allowed to take one album with you. Which album would you pick and why? Um, yeah, this is. I've I've already gone back. I would, I would hope maybe thought. it's Fish, right? Or maybe it's no, a live Fish. No, it, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be Fish. Um, I think it would probably be. It would probably be Pearl Jam Ten. Uh, it. I mean, that album was the first one of the first CDs I bought. Um, the fact that it has a balance of. Um, like slow like slow with with fast stuff it's it's a very raw emotional album and that would probably be the one that i could i could put on repeat listen to a lot um i had like yeah it, was, it would be either that or also on the other side of the spectrum i would do kanye west 808s uh which is if i'm on an island i'm probably going to be and i'm alone I'm, i might be pretty sad and that's sort of a it's a good sad album yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Good, good uh, polar uh, or bookends, I should yeah, say. say. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, this is Aaron Strout, CMO at W2O, host of the What's to Know podcast. And I've been sitting here with Adam Rosenberg, who is the PR and digital content lead at Kingsford Brand, uh, the charcoal, the iconic uh, charcoal brand. I think 100 years old, right, if I'm yeah. not mistaken? Uh, we're, we're celebrating our 100-year anniversary in, uh, in two years. Yeah, well, that's very cool. So anyway, um, we've been sitting outside enjoying the beautiful weather here. The only thing we're missing is our uh, grill or smoker, but sometime soon we'll make that happen. Thank you, Adam, for Thank joining us. Thank you for us. having me. Want more episodes of What to Know? We post a new episode every Thursday. Subscribe on iTunes, the podcast app, the Stitcher app, or Spotify, and view the podcast page at w2ogroup.com slash what to know.